ahead on Culture Shift, I will still have some tickets to give away to see the exhibit The Queen that is opening up at the Charles H. Wright Museum. So if you want to try to win those tickets, stay tuned here to the show. But right now, joining me live in studio is Hamtramck Music Fest organizers Eugene Strobe and Jenny Nags. Hey guys, welcome to Culture Shift. Hi, hey, thanks doing? for having us. Thank yeah, you. thanks for coming down to the studio today. So I this is a, a tradition in Hamtramck. It's been going on in some form or another for for at least the last decade or so, even back to the early 2000s, I believe. It's going to start this Thursday, go through Saturday, and it's one of the only local music festivals of its kind, even nationally. There's not a lot like it, right, Eugene? Yeah, very true. It's uh, it's volunteer-based, it's community-based, uh, musician-run, and 190 bands in 24 Hamtramck venues. So, yeah, there's really nothing else like it. Well, let's go back to some of the origins of the festival, I, when it began and how it's sort of changed and mutated over the years? Uh, sure. It, it began in 2014 in earnest, and uh, this is our seventh year. And uh, it's basically been organized by uh, community people, community-minded people and musicians from the area. And it's very grassroots uh, and type of organization type of thing. That's what's really cool. Yeah. So with so many volunteers that you guys have to kind of wrangle up and so many lineups to, you know, to to narrow down and venues to talk to and all of it. Tell me about the process of making this happen every year. Well, the details can, those details can be challenging, uh, working with all these different people. But that is also the fun part is you, I know I've met a lot of really great musicians and community members that I didn't know before. Uh, we also get to establish relationships with each venue because each each venue, it, it's a bar, it's a cafe, it's the library. We're we're reaching out to all these places and developing new friendships and connecting people who might not necessarily have been connected before. Um, so I think that that is part of what's what's fun about the festival. And it's same with the audiences; they might go to a place they haven't experienced before because maybe they're going to see a band that they ha- do know, but they get to go to a new local business that they didn't know and then they might see a band that they'd never heard of because we're it's mm-hmm. such a a mixture of different people combining their resources together and that's what's really great about Hamtramck too is that it's a very walkable community so you can walk from venue to venue and check out all these different awesome bands and on top of that uh smart also provides shuttle service free free of charge for uh, fest goers so it's an easy way to get around town and uh, and see lots of music in a short period of time and just experience cool new stuff yeah it's really makes you feel a part of the community in Hamtramck when you're going to the Hamtramck yeah. Music Fest but it has changed in the, over the years and Jenny uh, you are holding your baby right now here which I think is, is, a, is an excellent indicator of how much the festival maybe right. has changed <laughs> there are a lot more family friendly options which is something that you've really been the, the, the force behind yeah we've been trying to cultivate kind of a mini festival within the festival um of course, in the evening, we have bars and uh, a lot of rock bands and DJs for that type of environment. But we've also been building a more family-friendly, alcohol-free uh, music options for people. So we have the Hamtramck Public Library will be hosting concerts on Friday night. Um, we have the Hamtramck Public School choirs actually sing. So you can hear the students that we're, we're giving the schools the money, the profits from the festival go to them, but you can actually hear them sing and yeah, hear cool. some of the things that they're doing, and it's really sweet to hear kids 
sing. Um, <laughs> we also have a middle school jazz band will be playing at the library. And then Cafe 1923, Audra Kuba is hosting several singer-songwriters on Friday and Saturday. Um, and then on Saturday at Delight Cafe, we have local music teachers, the Detroit Youth Volume. They'll be doing a workshop at 3.30. And then we have a puppet show with Lindsay McCaw. Um, and then Bangla School of Music, which is a pillar of the Hamtramck community. And they've been going strong for several years now teaching traditional Bengali music to their young people to the, of the community, not of the – I mean, anyone can come and sing the Bangla music. And they're at 5.30, and they're performing their traditional songs. And there'll be tabla and a harmonium, and it's really beautiful. It's just a wide across the spectrum. And I love that the proceeds are going to the Hamtramck uh, Public Schools Music and Arts Programming as well. Uh, well, Jean, I wanted to ask you, as, as, as a longtime organizer, I how have you noticed through the years – uh, different sonic trends with local bands. Like, is there a year where you're like, okay, this is the rock year, or this is the experimental and like hip hop year? Yeah, the, the cool thing about it, it happens so organically. And every booker um, that's, you know, booking for a venue pools from a different resource, you know, so you get a wide range. You get more psych bands, you get more, you know, ethnic type bands or world music. You get hip hop, rap, um, noise core. I mean, you can run the gamut and that's what's so cool about it is you there's not one venue that really has one specific sound or one year that has one specific sound it's truly just the whole hodgepodge of music culture in one city on one weekend for every venue there's a different person curating the music yeah so if if you're looking at that lineup and saying well how come we don't have this band or this band well i invite you to come work with us next year <laughs> and book next and year and book a venue and volunteer because that that's what it takes and you put know up posters. Just, we try to um, <laughs> get as many different types of music as possible and we also want as many different people as possible helping build the festival yeah, yeah. well let's talk about some of the people who will be performing because you did bring some music uh, Rebecca Goldberg will be one of the first performers headlining Thursday night at High Dive I believe tell me about Rebecca Goldberg Eugene yeah she's been an electronic musician here in town for a number of years uh, she's more recently been going on tour over Overseas, uh, really fantastic. I did a, a thing with her. Uh, she did a thing last summer uh, where she was doing the soundtrack to the original Godzilla movie Gojira, and she did the whole soundtrack uh, with it, which was amazing. So she has really cool stuff, really cool, uh, you know, approach to music and electronic music and sound clips. All right, well, let's listen to a little bit of Rebecca Goldberg right now here on Culture Shift.
And that is a taste of Rebecca Goldberg, who you will be able to see headlining the Hamtramck Music Fest uh, this Thursday evening. She'll be playing at High Dive. Also, Barter, right across the street from High Dive, will be uh, hosting a lot of different bands as well. And Eugene, there is another new aspect to this year's Hamtramck Music Fest. Uh, St. Florian's will be opening its doors. That's true, yeah. St. Florian's Church uh, has historic pipe organ, and we will have organ performances on Saturday uh, early evening. And uh, Luis Risto, who's playing at 9.30, actually uh, has a Grammy with Eminem. So he worked with Eminem in the past and has a Grammy. And he'll be performing as uh, one of the three acts playing at St. Florian's at, on the historic organ. That'd be really great. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and if you want to see the lineup and see all the information, you can go to 2020handtramicmusicfest.com, where you also need to get your wristbands at. True. Yeah, we have uh, wristbands will be available at the festival at our headquarters as well as opening night. But uh, a number of record shops and uh, boutiques throughout Detroit are actually carrying our wristbands. And you can uh, find that information on our website as well. So pretty much every record shop in town is carrying them for pre-sale purchases. And also the daytime family-friendly events are completely free. So if you and your family want to come down and don't want to invest in the wristband, you can see that stuff. And you can bring your cousins and you can bring your... Bring them all. Yeah, everybody. (laughs) Well, go to 2020hamtramicmusicfest.com to get your info. (laughs) And while we still have two more bands to play, which one do you guys want to want to go into next? We've got Shadow Show and we've got Leif Erickson. Tell me when they're going to be playing as well. Okay, cool. Uh, Let's do Shadow Show. Um, That's a... They're a cool psych band from here in Detroit. Um... Three ladies, and they just got signed to Burger Records out in California. And they will be playing at the Film Lab, which is a new venue this year as well. And that's a film, movie, and uh, you know, bar space in Hamtramck. And yeah, that's the Shadow Show.
there of the band Shadow Show, who will be playing this Friday evening at midnight at the Film Lab in Hamtramck. We are here with some of the organizers of this year's Hamtramck Music Fest, Eugene Strobe and Jenny Nags, who, as you do hear, baby, there is a baby here in studio because we are a family-friendly radio station, and Hamtramck Music Fest is now a family-friendly event during the day. Go to 2020hamtramckmusicfest.com to see the whole lineup and all of the uh, the great kid-friendly events they are going to be happening over the day. Um, and I just want to, Eugene, take this opportunity to tell folks, local bands who are listening, that it is also time for the uh, Tiny Desk Contest this year yes. for yeah. NPR. So perform one song at a desk of your choice and send it over to WDET.org slash Tiny Desk. That's where you can find info to be chosen to possibly play NPR's famous Tiny Desk in Washington, D.C. So in the last few minutes of the show, Eugene, we've got Leif Erickson, the last artist we are going to be playing uh, on the show today. Where can people see him this weekend? Uh, people can see Leif Erickson at the High Dive uh, on Joseph Campo. He's going out at 10 p.m., and he's been a longtime rapper, hip-hopper here in town and puts out really uh, really fine music, really uh, lyrical and poetic, and he's, he's very much into his city, very much in Detroit. and uh, Yeah, so Leif Erickson at High Dive on Friday night. Great. Thank you guys for both of you for coming on the show today. Thank you, Amanda. Appreciate right. it. These days, these days, ah, yeah, okay. We living in the times of a regression. What I was told, that's why I speak with substance. It's time to break the mold. Stamp gold on the wax, leave it dripping on the track. That exact moment puts you in the mold. Broke my own lane and stuck to it. Absorbed by influence. No right angle, I'm obtuse or congruent. Student days paid dividends, took it in. Important into my lessons and measurements. No betterment, independent and intended. Explored through experience. Best recommended daily allowance. But the crowd in the frenzy, my punch out hit kidneys like soda popinski. 